Jesus House in pursuit of God, discovering purpose, maximizing potential, impacting lives. This message is being brought to you from Jesus House London. God bless you. Thank you so much. Um, anytime people clap for me, I appreciate it. But I always tell them to clap for Jesus even louder. Yes. 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 Hallelujah. You know, many times when I step uh, on a platform, I feel the anointing of God to prophesy. Sometimes I don't do it. At the beginning of a message, but sometimes I've felt an unction to prophesy. And I've, I felt that as soon as I stepped here uh, on this platform. So I'm going to release what God has given me over you and speak. Mm. The Lord says there is a roar that I'm releasing in my people. It is the roar of the lion. It is a roar of boldness and courage that I give unto you. And things that used to cause you to fear and even turn around will cause you not to fear and turn around in the days to come. But you will run toward the enemy. And even as David ran toward Goliath with a stone and, and hit him with the stone and cut off his head, the Lord said, you will not run from your Goliaths. You will run to your Goliaths. And the giants that used to try to intimidate you will not be able to intimidate you in the days to come. For I'm causing a Davidic anointing to come upon my people. And even the Davids are rising in this hour. The champions are rising in this hour. And I'm raising up a Davidic church. I'm raising up a champion church. I'm raising up a church that will stand against the Goliaths of the nation. And even in prayer, you shall stand against the giants that have come against this nation, says the Lord. So continue to pray and continue to run toward the enemy. And do not be afraid, for I will give you victory after victory after victory. And victory shall be your portion. And there shall come a shout of victory, a shout of praise from the house of God. When you see the giants fall, when you see the Goliaths fall, you shall rejoice, you shall praise, and you shall shout for victory, says the Lord. Go ahead and lift your voice and give God a shout of praise today. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Mmm. Mmm. The Lord says, fear will not be your portion, but boldness and courage shall be your portion in the days to come. And you will not tremble and you will not run and you will not hide. But many of you are coming out of your hiding place. You're coming out of the place of trying to be obscure and you shall come into a place of visibility. Even as David came from the sheepfold into a place of visibility, I'm bringing you from the back to the front, says the Lord. I'm bringing you from hiding into visibility, says the Lord, because I've been preparing you for the battle. 
I've been preparing you for the victory. I've been preparing you for this time and season. It has not been a waste of time, but even in your prayer closet, even in your time of study, even in your time of loneliness, I've been working on you, says the Lord, and I've been preparing you for the battle, but now it's time for you to arise and come forth and let it be known that you are my champions. You are my champions. You are my champions. Thank you, Lord, for raising up champions in Jesus' house. Thank you, Father, for champions in this city. Thank you for champions in this service. And as I prophesy and release your word over them, Father, your word is causing them to be stirred and for them to come forth and for them, Lord, to be released into their calling and into their destiny for this generation. Lord, you'll use them in prayer, in worship, in prophecy, in evangelism. You'll use them, Lord, to stop the plans of the enemy and the Lord says when the enemy comes in like a flood I will lift up a standard against him you are the standard that I'm raising up in this hour so lift your hands like a banner lift your hands like a banner and be the standard that I'm raising up against the flood tide of evil in Jesus name come on put those hands together and give God a thanks and give him a praise for his word releasing you today. Thank you, Father. 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 We believe it and we receive it in Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated. Hallelujah. I do want to thank you again for the privilege of standing in this great house. And um, uh, for all the hospitality that um, uh, many of your staff have given us uh, in the last few days, I do want to honor uh, Apostle Francina Norman, who is my friend. And she invited me to come uh, to London again and with a great team this year. Uh, one of my uh, two of my spiritual daughters were here with me, um, Sandy Norman and uh, another one of my spiritual daughters that God is really using around the world now, uh, Sophia Ruffin uh, Wilson, um, they were on this particular trip. And so it's, it really, really was a special time for me to be able to spend some time with them and to come uh, here today to minister the word of the Lord. And I had a message that I was going to preach, but when I got in the service, uh, the Lord changed it. I hate when that happens. But God gave me an, another word that I somewhat ministered this week, but I want to minister in this house. So I'm going to, I'm going to give the uh, media team another verse that you can look up. It's Isaiah 66 and 23. And uh, if you can, I'll give you a few moments to bring it up, even though they, they do it so quickly. Um, it, it's up already? Oh, my. It, it is um, something that the Lord has been challenging me with. Uh, in the last uh, maybe uh, six months, um, as I came into 2023, the Lord had me to do a study of all the books of the Bible from Genesis to Revelation. And uh, on my social media platform, I went through every book. I gave a brief synopsis of the book. I gave a, a title for the book. I gave key words and key figures uh, of the book because I found out that a lot of believers don't really have a thorough knowledge of scripture. And so I went from Genesis through Revelation, 66 books. 
It took me several months to do it. And um, I thought I was finished with that systematic study. And then the Lord had me to go to the prophet Isaiah and do the same thing, do a systematic study of Isaiah. And um, it is one of my favorite uh, books or chapters uh, in the Bible uh, because it's really like a mini Bible. Just as there's 66 chapters uh, in the Bible or 66 books in the Bible, there are 66 chapters in Isaiah. And the first 39 chapters of Isaiah are primarily judgments that Isaiah prophesied against the nation for their rebellion. And then beginning in Isaiah 40, it says, comfort ye, comfort ye my people, which is uh, seemingly aligning with the ministry of John the Baptist in Matthew. Matthew is the 40th book of the Bible. And the 40th chapter of Isaiah begins with a word of comfort uh, to the nation of Israel through the ministry of John the Baptist. And as you go from Isaiah 40 through Isaiah 66, it's primarily uh, a prophetic word about the coming salvation, coming redemption uh, that the prophet gives. It's an amazing, amazing book. And I called it the gospel according to Isaiah because the good news of salvation is found in the book of Isaiah. The word salvation is found more in the book of Isaiah than any other book of the Bible. The word righteousness is found more in the book of Isaiah than any other book of the Bible. The word Zion or mountain, which are kingdom terms, are found in the book of Isaiah more than any other book of the Bible. So it was an interesting study. I've studied it before, but every time I, I begin to revisit certain scriptures, the Spirit of God uh, begins to illuminate and begins to open something up for me. And I know last year when I was here, I spoke about the new thing. And um, I didn't plan on doing that again. I generally don't speak the same thing that I spoke before uh, because I, I, I'm, I'm, some, I'm, I'm prophetic and it seems like God is always giving me something new. So when I came this year, I wasn't really planning on speaking on the new, but the Lord had me to highlight it uh, in the conference this week. And the Lord gave me a new phrase that I've never spoken before. I'm going to speak it this morning. Most of you have heard the term from glory to glory or from faith to faith or from strength to strength. We go from glory to glory. We go from faith to faith. We go from strength to strength, there's always another level. And the title of the conference this year was The Next Level. And so God was speaking to us about going to another level, whether it's in glory, whether it's in faith, uh, whether it's in praise, whether it's in worship, to never stay on the same level. You always need to go to another level, something new. And so as I was concluding the study of Isaiah, uh, when I got to Isaiah 65, the Lord really began to deal with me about the new. Uh, and then when I got to Isaiah 66, the Lord had me look up the word new. Now, I didn't feel like I had to look that word up in the original language because most of us know the definition of new. But the Lord said, I want you to look the word new up in the original language. So when I looked the word up uh, in the Hebrew... I found out that the word new is in reference to a new moon. And I thought that was very interesting because Israel 
uh, their calendar was a lunar calendar and they would always begin their month with a new moon. Uh, and there's a verse that I preached on years ago from, I, uh, from Psalms chapter 81 in verse 3, which says, blow the trumpet in the new moon, which means that every month, every time there was a new moon, God would have uh, the priest blow the shofar to announce that it was a new month for the people of God. Now, in the natural, the new month was important for the people of God because they were an agricultural people and they developed their seasons of planting and reaping by the lunar calendar. But often when you read scriptures and you read what Israel did in the natural, it has a spiritual connotation. There's something much deeper in the verse than just someone blowing a physical shofar and announcing a new month. God is saying something uh, behind that particular verse, and the Spirit of God will reveal that to you. And I knew that the trumpet in Scripture represents the prophetic voice. The prophets were like trumpets. They were the ones that would announce to Israel the new thing that God wanted to do. And one of my favorite verses is Isaiah 42 and 9, which says, the former things have come to pass and new things do I declare. New things do I declare. New things do I declare before they spring forth, I tell you of them. So what God often does is he uses prophets to declare the new thing that God wants to do. And they're like a trumpet that God uses to announce a new season. And so when the scripture says, uh, blow the trumpet in the new moon, what it represents is that when there is a new season coming into your life, that God would announce it and you would hear his voice. And God wants you to know that you're about to enter into a new season for your life. And then the Lord began to show me this verse, Isaiah 66 and 23. And it says this, it says, from one new moon to another and from one Sabbath to another shall all flesh come and worship me. When I read that verse, I said, Lord, what, what are you saying to me from this particular verse? Uh, I knew that it talked about worship. I love worship and I thank God. And let me, first of all, I forgot to honor uh, Pastor Agu in his absence. Let's clap for him. Amen. The the, the leader, the servant leader of this house. I always like to honor the leadership. Um, and, and I love worship. Uh, what an amazing time of worship here. And, you know, I sense uh, since last year, there is a new anointing on your worship. Well, some people are happy about that. There, there, there's a new anointing on your worship. I, I can tell as soon as I came in the service. As a matter of fact, the opening night of the conference, when I came and they began to worship, I said, there is something new, something fresh in this building. I know you've been praying, but I want you to know there's something new and something fresh in this building. Now, you may be used to it and you may have been in it for a, a, a year since I've been here. But I can tell the moment I walked in the door, I can tell there's something new in the atmosphere of this a service. So I want to prophesy, get ready for something new to be released in your life this morning. God is going to do something fresh. And so it, it's about worship. From one new moon to another and from one Sabbath to another 
shall all flesh come and worship me. And the Lord began to deal with me about uh, worship. And I, I have been teaching on worship for many years. Our, our church is a worshiping church. We love we love the presence of God. We love prophetic worship. We love singing the song of the Lord. And when I was here last year, I sang. And I, I'm not a singer. But when the anointing comes on me, I can sing. When the anointing is not there, you do not want to hear me sing. And so I began to sing prophetically uh, last year in the service because I felt a grace to sing. And often when, when I feel that, I'll just sing prophetically over people. And so I said, Lord, what are you trying to say to me about worship? And this is what the Lord said to me. He said, son, your worship should always be out of something new that I've done in your life. Let me say that again. Your worship should always be out of something new that I've done in your life. Worship is from one new moon to another. It's from one new season to another. And when you do not have anything new operating in your life, it will hinder your worship. We cannot worship God out of the old. We must worship God out of the new. When God does something new in your life, whether it's new grace, new favor, new power, new wisdom, new miracles, new breakthroughs, new doors, new platforms, whatever it is, new finances and new endeavors, new innovations, new creativity. When God does something new in your life, it affects the way you worship. As a matter of fact, God wants you to always worship him from new to new, from new to new. From new to new, which means that God wants you to always experience something new and fresh from him. And what that does, it causes you to always have a newness in your worship. Your worship never becomes boring, routine. It never becomes stagnant. It is always something fresh. I've been to many churches in my ministry, and sometimes when you go into a church and you listen to the worship, it is not fresh, it is not new, it is something that is routine, it is something that is old, and it's not because the, the, the songs, it's because the people are not experiencing anything new, and what that does, it affects the way they worship. I can always tell when God is doing something new in a church by the worship service. I don't have to know anything else but their worship. If I stand in their worship and I sense a newness and a freshness in their worship, I know that there's something new that God is doing in the church. And I sense that in Jesus house that God is doing something new in your midst. Don't miss it. There's a fresh wind of God that's blowing in this church. But God never wants you to stop there. He wants you to go from new to new, from new to new, from new 
new to new. In other words, from one new moon, from one new season, God does some amazing things in our life and we are so glad and so grateful, but God does not want you to stop. God always wants you to experience his freshness, his newness, new fire, new rain, new wind, new breath. God always wants to never become satisfied with what God did yesterday. Even though it may have been new yesterday, what is God doing new in your life today? What are you experiencing today? I'm preaching better than you're responding today. What new thing is God doing in your life today? This is my 44th year of preaching. And I can tell you that in 44 years, God has done some new things in my life. And I just celebrated my 44th year uh, wedding anniversary and my, my 65th birthday. And um, God has been so gracious and so good to me. And um, even in this season of my life, I'm experiencing some new things. And it keeps me moving. It keeps me going. It keeps me fresh. It keeps me excited. And, and my worship, I want it always to be new. The new song, the new sound, the, the new thing that God is doing. And, and we go from new to new. But here's another part of that verse that I want to talk about today. It says, from one Sabbath to another. From one Sabbath to another. The word Sabbath means to rest. Jesus is our rest. Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Jesus is the true Sabbath. The Sabbath is, was more than a day. The Sabbath is a person. Jesus is my rest. I rest in him. But the Lord said this to me. He says, son, not only do I want you to go from new to new, I want you to go from rest to rest. From rest to rest. I've never heard that before. From rest to rest. What does that mean? God always has a new season of rest for you. Rest from trouble. Rest from fear. Rest from the attacks of hell. You're going from rest to rest. You may have had rest in the past, but God is going to, I prophesied this, God is about to give some of you a new rest. I said, God's about to give some of you a new rest. Amen. You've been struggling with some things in your life, your finances, your family, your business, your mind, your health. But I prophesy today in Jesus' house that God is about to release a new rest upon your life. Say, I'm going from rest to rest. There is a new season of rest for you. What an amazing, amazing concept. Because notice in Israel, every seventh day, they were commanded to rest. The Sabbath day. Every week, they were commanded to rest. Which means that God always has a new rest for his people. From your labor. From what you've been doing. It's not just, it was not just a one-time thing. It happened every week. 
there is a new rest for the people of God. And God wants you to walk not only in, in, in a new season, not only uh, in, in a new moon, but God wants you to enter into a new season of rest. Because sometimes we've experienced the rest of God, but we get so busy in life. We get so busy in work. We get so busy in relationships. We get so busy doing what we're doing on a weekly basis until we, 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 we lose that rest in that peace that we experienced in the past uh, but God is about to release a new season of rest upon you uh, in, in the months and years to come uh, and no matter what you have been struggling with uh, I decree over your life today a new season of rest for you and, and, that, and that will affect the way you worship from one new moon to another and from one Sabbath to another shall all flesh come and worship me in other words, God is saying nothing is going to interrupt your worship. Nothing is going to stop your worship. Your worship will go from new to new and it will go from rest to rest and nothing shall stop your worship and your praise. You're going to go from new to new and from rest to rest. And no matter what the enemy has tried to come and bring in your life, God said your worship will not be interrupted. You're going to worship him this month, next month, next year, years to come. You're going to still be praising and worshiping God no matter what the enemy has tried to do in your life get ready for perpetual worship get ready for continuous worship get ready to go from new to new and from rest to rest I've seen people over the years who worship God and they love God but then something happened in their life that they could not overcome and they stopped coming to the house of God they stopped worshiping. They were no longer passionate worshipers. They began to do other things. They lost their newness. They lost their rest. And so they were unable to worship in a continual way. It's very easy to worship God when everything is going well. But when things are coming against your life, when there are challenges against your life, it's sometimes difficult to press through that and worship. But just as the scripture says, blow the trumpet in the new moon. The prophets come and they sound the word of God. And when you hear the voice, when you hear God's voice, it releases you into a new season. And when that new season comes, it causes you to be one that always worships God with passion, with newness, with zeal. God is telling me to tell you, do not let anything interrupt your worship. The Lord wants me to tell you today, Jesus house, don't let anything stop your worship. Don't let any situation, any devil, any demon, any power, any principality, 
uh, any financial problem, any relationship problem, let nothing interrupt your worship. I want a people that will worship me from one new moon to another. I want a people that will worship me from one Sabbath to another. I want a group of people that will always worship and praise me no matter what the season is because I'm about to do something new in your life. I'm about to give you some new rests and nothing will interrupt your worship and don't let anything, no witchcraft, no power, no darkness, no fear, no trouble, no anxiety, no worry. Let nothing interrupt your worship. What you're saying is I'm going to always be in the house of the Lord. I'm going to dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. One thing have I desired of the Lord, that which I will I seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord to behold the beauty of God and to inquire in his temple. I'm going to always be in the house of God. I'm going to always be a worshiper. People may come and people may go. People may stay and people may leave, but nothing, nothing, nothing shall interrupt my worship. I will continue from year to year and from month to month. How many want to live that kind of life? I am a perpetual worshiper. Oh, hallelujah. Say it with me, I am a perpetual worshiper. Say it again, I am a perpetual worshiper. There's a new season in my life. There's a new rest in my life. God is doing a new thing in my life. And I will worship God. I will not allow anything, anyone to interrupt my worship. Yes. Yes. God has always desired these kinds of worshipers. The problem with Israel was they never worshiped God perpetually. They would always worship idols. They would always turn back away from God. And so Elijah said, how long will you halt between two opinions? If God be God, follow him. If Baal be God, follow him. Israel, you're not faithful in worship. You have a season in which you have rest. I deliver you from your enemies. In the book of Judges, the land had rest for 40 years. The land had rest for 20 years. But then they would go back into bondage and they would begin to worship idols. And so God said, I'm going to do a new thing. I'm going to raise up a new kind of people. I'm going to release a new creation. I'm going to create a new Jerusalem. I'm going to create a new group of people. If any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. I'm going to raise up a new group of worshipers. And these worshipers are not going to be like the old. They're not going to come and go. They're going to be there from one new moon to another. They're going to be there from one Sabbath to another. They're not going to be like the old. They're going to be a new people who worship me all the time. They're not going to go back and forth. They're not going to serve Baal and then try to serve me. They're going to be faithful unto me. And you are those new people. We are the new creation. 
We are the new people. I want you to stand to your feet. I want to pray and prophesy. Hallelujah. Thank you for going. And going uh, are you, are you going to play for me here? Can, can, can I flow with you for a few minutes? Hallelujah. See, when I heard the music, it just stopped me. Yes. Let's do that for a moment. Let's lift our hands and worship him. Hallelujah. 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 We are. We are those worshipers. We are. We are the people. We are the new creation. We are the ones you've called to worship you. Hallelujah. And so we lift our hands. We lift our hands. We lift our hands in the temple. Hallelujah. We lift our hands. We lift our hands to worship you. We lift our hands. We lift our hands to give you glory. We lift our hands, we lift our hands in the new moon, and we worship you today, we worship you today. new season I will worship you I give it to you, my people, that you might worship me, that you might give me glory. This is your new season. This is the new rest that I release on you. And the trumpet is being sounded throughout the earth. And the prophets are prophesying. This is the new, this is the new. You worship me in the past. 
and you worship me today and you worship me in the days to come you are my perpetual worshipers oh so lift your hands to me and let me sing over you my sons and my daughters let me do something new for you and when you come into my presence and worship me new blessings you will receive new grace I pour it upon you I give it to you I give it to you so lift your hands and receive the new favor I give to thee the new blessing I release to thee it comes on you now 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 it comes on you now, comes on you now. oh yes a new rest from sorrow a new rest from pain a new rest from crying you will not be the same a new rest I give to you step in it and enjoy this new peace and this new rest receive it today I declare it, says the Lord. I speak it over you. A new rest. A new rest. A new rest. From worry. A new rest. A new rest. A new rest. From anxiety. A new rest. Let my peace come on you now. Receive it today. It's yours. It's yours. You allow me to have my way. Oh, come on, lift those hands one more time and just worship Him. Come on, let it come out of your belly today. Hallelujah. From new to new. From new to new. From rest to rest. From new to new, from rest to rest, from new to new, from rest to rest. Come on, sing it with me. From new to new, from rest to rest, from new to new, from rest to rest, from new to new, from rest to rest, from new to new, from rest to rest. From new to new, from rest to rest, from new to new, from rest to rest, from new to new, from rest to rest. Now 
there may be some of you here today, you need a new season and you need a new rest in your life in order to be the worshiper that God wants you to be. Hmm. God does not want his worshipers to live under stress and anxiety and worry and fear and torment. That is not the life of a worshiper. A worshiper enjoys the rest of God. But if that's you, especially if you don't know the Lord as your Savior, you're backslidden, you walked away from God, you've lost your rest, you've lost your peace. You lost your worship, but you want it back. I want to pray for you today. And if you want to come to this altar and let me pray for you, I will do that for you today. Those who need a new rest, you need a new Sabbath in your life. You need a new moon, something new in your life. I want to pray for you. If that's you, just come now to the front and let me speak over your life and decree over your life and believe God for something new in your life. Anyone else? I know there's more here. Come now. Come now. Come now. Come now. Let's clap as they come. Come now. Come now. Come now. Come now. Come now. You know, sometimes we've allowed... We've allowed things in our life to take us back to the old. We allow relationships, problems to take us back to the old. We allow relationships and problems to disturb our rest. We're trying to get back. But today this word I believe has brought deliverance to you. And I decree and prophesy over you on this altar. Isaiah 66 and 23. That you will worship God from one new moon to another. And you'll worship God from one Sabbath to another. And that nothing, I decree that nothing from this day shall interrupt your walk with God. You'll be a perpetual worshiper from this day forward. No relationship, no sin, no backsliding, no worry, no stress will interrupt your walk with God. I decree that over you on this altar and I pray for uninterrupted worship and uninterrupted praise from this day forward and for months and even years to come. You'll be a consistent believer. You'll be a consistent worshiper. You'll walk with God consistently. You'll not be in and out. You'll not be up and down, but you'll walk with God all the days of your life. As you stand on this altar, I break every assignment of hate 
hell off of your life. I rebuke every demon that is trying to, to stop you from doing what God has called you to do. And I declare over you that from this day forward, uh, you will worship God from one new moon to another, from one Sabbath to another. It'll go every week, every month, every year. You'll walk with God. Enjoy his presence. Father, I thank you. Your sins are forgiven. Your sins are forgiven. You're being delivered today. You're being restored today. You're being refired and reignited today. A new grace is coming upon you today. I speak it over your life. Now I want us all to pray together this prayer. You can pray it as well in the, in the congregation. Say, Lord, I thank you for your mercy and your grace. And I pray today and I declare today that nothing will interrupt my walk with you from this day forward. I'll be a perpetual worshiper. Thank you, Lord, that I will enjoy a new season. I will enjoy a new rest. And I'm going from, from new, one new moon to another. I'm going from new to new. I'm going from rest to rest. And nothing will separate me from you. Thank you, Lord, for the days to come will be days of worship and days of glory and days of peace and days of favor and days of shalom. I believe it today. I confess it today. And I give you praise and I give you glory for hearing your word. Now say this with me. We're going to finish. Say the trumpet of God. The trumpet of God has been blown over my life. I hear your voice. I receive your word. And I walk in the new. In Jesus' name. Amen. Come on, put those hands together. Give God a praise. Hallelujah. 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 Yes, thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Now watch this new peace come over your life. Watch this new change take place. Because of one service, because of one word that's preached, God is going to do a miracle in your life. Things are going to change and shift for you. No matter how bad it's been, it's about to change. It's about to change. It's about to change. It's about to change. I believe it and I speak it. It's changing for you. It's not by might or power, but by the Spirit of the Lord. Something you could not do, God is going to do for you. And he's even done it today. It's done now. 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 Come on, one more time. Put those hands together and give God a praise and a shout. Hallelujah.